This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into the third edition of the Pixie Podcast here on the Annie Fry Show podcast. If you're used to getting my normal coverage of news and politics throughout the week, then I can only imagine that today is going to be a, a little breath of fresh air. What a week. So on this episode that we upload every Saturday at 8 a.m., it's all about Walt Disney World. Now, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I have a very new but deep found affinity for Walt Disney World. And my co-host for this podcast is Erica Murphy. Hi. 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 <laughs> this is the best time of the week for us to be able to sit down and talk a little bit about Walt Disney World for you. And really the 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 goal of, of this podcast is to talk to people who've maybe heard me talking about Walt Disney World or who have uh, considered going to Walt Disney World, but it's such a mammoth thing that it becomes difficult to even broach the subject of planning. Mm -hmm. So this is like basically Walt Disney World for Dummies or Disney 101, and Erica is a travel agent with Magic Mouse Vacations, online at magicmousevacations.com. Did I get that right? You got it right. Yeah. Awesome. So you can go to magicmousevacations.com and see Erica there and share this with a friend. So Erica, today we are going to be talking about what actually is Disney World because I would have said beforehand, I didn't realize that Disney World was comprised of four completely separate parks. Yeah. Disney Springs, which used to be called Downtown Disney. Is that correct? That is correct. And they had a New Year's Eve party that went all night long. Yeah. <laughs> party hardy. Every day of the year. So that and, you know, Disney Springs is not part of the parks. Where do you need to pay to get into? Where mm -hmm. don't you need to get to pay to get into? Uh, the different resorts that exist have become, in some cases, attractions yeah. in and of themselves. So the number one place that I think most people who don't know what Walt Disney World is, which is where I was, uh, I see, two years ago before we went for the first time with my family, I just thought that the Magic Kingdom was Disney World yeah. and that Disney World was the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Not so much. No, not even a little bit. And it's it's funny because as I think I've mentioned this before, that Magic Kingdom tends to be the park that we go to first because you want to see the castle, mm -hmm. but that we spend the least time at. So the castle is mm -hmm. that Magic Kingdom? I think that's yeah. a, Main Street is what you pretty much walk into when you get to the Magic Kingdom, and when you are staring down Main Street and you see the castle for the first time, you yeah. have entered Magic Kingdom. It is just one park of four amusement parks. Mm -hmm. 
but there are also two water parks that ex- exist in addition to that. And there are sub-parks within each of the four parks. So let's start with Magic <laughs> Kingdom, because I think Magic Kingdom, especially if you were in the scenario that I was in where I had three young kids yeah. under eight and under, um, the characters, the, the, the different rides, the different attractions... I think that Magic Kingdom just does have that extra sentimental place yeah. for a lot of people. And then the more experienced you get there, you might shift away from Magic yeah. Kingdom because all the newbies like Annie Fry are like, ah, Magic Kingdom, <laughs> I can't believe it, where's the mouse? And then you're like, okay, we're going to go chill and drink around the world at Epcot. Mm-hmm. A story for a little bit. That's a tease. Magic Kingdom. Yes. What makes up Magic Kingdom? I mean, the castle, first and foremost, I think that when you think of Walt Disney World, like you said, it's it's the castle, it's the iconic characters, it's Dumbo the flying elephant, that, you know, you see all the promotions growing up, that the teacups, there's all these nostalgic rides, and those are all at the Magic Kingdom. So you said it's made up of, like, mini parks within the park, because yeah. that's what Disney do, yeah. so... Tell me about if you were to look at the a map of Magic Kingdom, what different areas would you see? So, like you said, when you walk into Main Street USA, and something to note too is Disney is very cognizant of each of these worlds within the map. So, when you're on Main Street, even though it's just steps away from Tomorrowland, which is more of a futuristic look, when you're on Main Street, you see the buildings, you see the castle, you don't see Tomorrowland until you enter Tomorrowland. And that's something they were very cognizant of when they were creating so that the people and the feel in each of the lands remained in each one of those lands. So you're not going to see somebody from Adventureland who may be in more of a Pontier um, clothing. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see them in Tomorrowland where it's supposed to be futuristic. So I think that's kind of a cool thing to note when you're going through. Um, But, you know, like I said, there's Adventureland, Frontierland, Liberty Square, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland. All of these sub parks are within the Magic Kingdom Park. And they all have the attractions that you know and love, but they are located in these different parts. And I want to reiterate here, too. This is episode three of the Pixie podcast, a subset of the Annie Fry Show podcast. If we are saying words that you don't understand, <laughs> if we make mention of, of something and we say Magic Kingdom or mm-hmm. we say cast member or we say Fast Pass and you don't know what we're talking about, episode two was essentially Walt Disney World vocabulary. So if you when you go into the idea of planning a vacation at Walt Disney World and you start reading things and you're like, I don't even know these words. We don't use these words in yeah. reality. It's in, in Walt Disney World. I would highly encourage you to go to check the second podcast, second episode of the Pixie Podcast. It would have been the previous Saturday to the one this was uploaded. And the very first episode we did are a lot of those common questions or apprehensions that people, if they've just gotten a, a hint of the itch to consider a Walt Disney World vacation, what are those things that people freak out about Mm -hmm. that kind of put the wall up and they're like I can't do that now yeah so that was the first episode so just to highlight on the vocabulary thing go back and listen to the other one if you the the second edition of the pixie podcast if you don't understand what we're saying yeah and we mentioned in the first one too about there's a level of planning that goes whenever you plan a Walt Disney World vacation and you know as we're mentioning all of these sub parks within the park there's 
a level of planning involved when you go to these parks because you don't want to have a dining reservation in Tomorrowland and then have a fast pass 10 minutes later in Frontierland Mm -hmm. and have to trek all the way across the park. So there's definitely a little bit of homework when you use a travel agent. That's what they're there to do, to hold your hand, to go through and, and plan those. Maybe let's push this back a little bit because you have to account. There's a certain level of travel time within the parks that you have to account for as well. Yeah. And Erica has served as my travel agent, Tony Colombo's travel agent working with Ryan Wiggins on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to pack Katie in a suitcase the next time I go. Yeah, we and, need and a girl's trip. I, I'm totally for it. Research. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so when you walk down Main Street and you're walking towards the castle, once you get into pretty much looking directly in the center of everything at the castle, that's what they refer to as the hub. Mm-hmm. And think of all of these different lands as spokes that go off of the hub. So if you're standing looking directly straight at Cinderella's castle, you are going to be able to go in several, I guess, five different directions ish Mm -hmm. if you want to go straight to the castle as well and participate in any of the different lands. So would Adventureland be the first one on the left? On the left, yeah. On the left. So that has Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Jungle uh, Cruise. Jungle Cruise, which in Christmas is called the Jingle Cruise. Mm-hmm. And they kind of change it up, which is cool. Um, it has the magic carpets that you can fly on, which is one of the, what people refer to as Dumbo rides. Mm-hmm. There's Dumbo, and then there's the same machine with different stuff on it in other places. You're doubting me. You're saying that's not right. I, no, it's it's absolutely right. Logistically. Did I, dump, did I Dumbo did. that down you a little d- too much? That was that was bad. Did you see that? I did. That was actually really good. Uh, Dumbo is it's it's Dumbo, and to be fair, <laughs> you know, I think I've mentioned this several times. Are you a Dumbo elitist? I'm a first time mom. Yeah. So I haven't had the experience of riding Dumbo in a very long time because I didn't want me and my grown husband to be the only one on the Dumbo ride with all these children. I would have no shame. When my I husband mean, and I go in January, we are so riding Dumbo. <laughs> we might even like get in different Dumbo things and race i'm gonna need a picture of this oh please happen. yeah for sure uh so with that being said i i think that dumbo is it's an experience it's it's not it's the same ride and it's the same function as mm-hmm. the aladdin but it's totally different yeah dumbo Except- is a little special <laughs> when we came home after our first vacation we brought a dumbo pillow pet home with Aww. evelyn and she loved it because she, she could ride dumbo yeah so in Adventureland, you also have Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know if I said that one already. Uh-huh. Did I say that? Yeah. That is a very, I hate the word iconic, but yeah. as far as Disney World goes, yeah, Pirates is up there. In some of those, some of those rides like Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, there's no height limit on those, so younger kids can ride them, but we always say just... Take a look ahead of time. YouTube has a lot of ride videos just to make sure because it is dark. It's yeah. in a cave. It's pirates. So there might be some. It loud might be a little scary. Or whatever. There's, yeah. a, there's a little drop on on pirates, which I wouldn't have known was coming. But my father in law went on that. My my husband and I both went in the late 80s, or early 90s, mm-hmm. enough to like be cognizant of the fact that we went. But not really to remember everything. Plus, we don't have people snapping photos on their phone to have right. 400 photos from just one day at Disney World. That's but my, my my husband tells us about going down that drop with his dad, who doesn't really like rides terribly much. Mm-hmm. He learned a four-letter word that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> with that dip, I'm only, I'm going to think about him every time I'm on that ride it's, now. <laughs> it's a great, great story. It's hilarious. So we went with my father-in-law, my mother-in-law this past summer, brought Mm -hmm. them along with us. And and we met my brother-in-law and sister-in-law down there and their family. And we went on Pirates of the Caribbean again. I'm like, you do not teach my children 
goodness. Any of these words. He handled it pretty well. It's not really that big of a deal. You just, if you don't know it's going to happen, yeah. it might catch you a little bit by surprise. That's hilarious. I don't even think they're like seatbelts. No. On pirates. It's not. <laughs> because it's not no, a dip. It's not. <laughs> it's maybe the length of the boat. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. It exists, but anyway. That's so, hilarious. So that's Adventureland, and you'll get... Uh, you can also get a Dole Whip in Adventureland, which yeah. is one of my favorite things. And I can't wait till we do the food episode, because the there's so many great... Enchanted Tiki Room? Mm-hmm. I've never done that. It's uh, it's one of those nostalgic things that once you see it, you're like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And I'm sure that if there's any hardcore Disney fans listening to this, they're probably going to be like, <sighs> exactly. Because it's like one of those things, like the Bear Jamboree. Like yeah. People either love it or they hate it. I haven't it. seen that either. Oh my goodness! You have these are like you have to these see are, it once. These are the things that we didn't do because we were trying to get all the rides in. Yeah, in, in our first trip and then the the follow up. So there there's food that's mm-hmm. that that is, you know, natural to the locations that you're in. Mm-hmm. Adventureland's going to have different food than maybe other places in the park. Mm-hmm. You go from Adventureland to Frontierland. Yep, and mm-hmm. Frontierland, some big rides there: Splash Mountain, mm-hmm. Thunder Mountain, big Thunder Mountain, yeah, which is a roller coaster. And my son, who discovered he loves roller coasters mm-hmm. at Disney, he did Mine Train. The, the one he found out was Barnstormer that he liked that. We'll get to that one in a second. But once he realized he liked it, Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain was the last roller coaster he tried. And he had already done Expedition Everest in oh, Animal yeah. Kingdom. He had done Mine Train. He had done... I think Space Mountain at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets on Big Thunder Mountain and he was having the time of his life and it was over. He's like, that's it? Like, yeah. in, in, in a good way, though. Like, it was fun. It was thrilling. It was exciting. He was waiting to be terrified. Yeah. That moment didn't happen. Yeah. It's a it's a really fun, good-hearted roller coaster. And my son being nine, mm-hmm. riding it, just had the time of his life. He's, yeah. He kind of was a scaredy cat before we got into these things. Well, and I think some of the attractions there, too, because I'm, I'm a scaredy cat with yeah. a lot of those things. I don't do well with with big rides like that but i think that's a lot of the rides and we talked about this a little bit too that the queue is an experience and the rides they're not just meant to put your heart in your throat the entire time that there's like the seven dwarf mine train there's times that are slow and you go through and you see snow white and Mm -hmm. you see the dwarfs and there's a level of entertainment and Mm -hmm. then there's the thrill that it's not just you know trying to get your heart racing so I think that that's kind of cool about, yeah. and that's different than some of the other theme parks that are out there. It'll be really exciting and thrilling for younger, newly experienced mm-hmm. two roller coaster kids, but it is still fun enough for yeah. adults to ride that you're like, yeah, I could do that again yeah. right now. What else is in Frontierland that I'm forgetting? Um, the Jamboree is in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from Frontierland, you could go to Liberty Square, mm-hmm. which... Our Hall of Presidents. Yes. Sure, did you see that one while you're there? We went there and then it shut down, which <gasps> I hear is apparently like a common thing. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of. Yeah, I definitely wanted to go see the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. We got an anytime fast pass for it, so it's maybe worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's worth it because you can usually get into but you should go see it in January, too. Yeah. It's one of those ones where it's it's long and it's good when it's hot. Because it was it's supposed. Yeah, it was supposed to be the exhale in the middle of the day for us. Yeah. And it is long. And I, I could see how kids could probably get a little antsy, but somebody like us, I think, would get yeah. enjoy it a yeah. lot. I enjoy it a lot. And I remember going with my family. Um, there was also a, a Muppets event that they, mm-hmm. they had there that is no longer. Yeah. They got rid of we that. We did see I, that one. You did? Okay, good. And Liberty Tree, uh, Liberty Tree Tavern? Is yeah. that what it is? Uh-huh. At dinner, at, for dinner, I think you can get it any time during the day, but their dinner is a family-style Thanksgiving dinner, and it yeah. is amazing! Yeah. 
Oh, it's I, one of my again, favorite meals. I can't wait to the food episode. Yeah. Because like, that's what, as I'm thinking about Frontierland, the only thing that sticks out is the food. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a foodie. Um, but there's also uh, like Splash Mountain in the mm-hmm. back. And, and you, so you can go to the different lands. There's little cuts. There's the Liberty Bell, mm-hmm. uh, which we have not ridden yet because it was shut down the first year we were there. But it's just a big steamboat and mm-hmm. it goes around. So that's a cool little uh, calm thing that you can mm-hmm. do. I remember on the Liberty Bell going with my family. It, w- it was one of those mid-break things because it was so hot and we would just, you know, take the the ferry over to, um, there's a tree house. This was Family Robinson tree house where you can go through and kind of see. And I remember being young and my little sister being completely sunburnt, just sitting on the bow of the boat with a one of those fi- fan water bottles. And so now every time I see the ferry, that's what I think yeah. about. And it's it's funny the memories that you create sure. as you go. And so now the ferry is my little sunburned sister with a water spraying fan on her face. Just trying to <laughs> get through the day at Disney World. It's a oh, rough it life. so miserable. So after you leave Liberty Square, mm-hmm. and, so... Where is Haunted Mansion technically? Haunted Mansion is technically in, oh my gosh, Frontierland. Is it? Because yeah. because Frontierland kind of wraps around the back. So Haunted Mansion is a little bit towards the back. If you were looking at a map, it'd be like the back left of the park behind the uh, castle there. Haunted Mansion we went on last year for the first time. And my kids, man, the pictures that they take, uh, the photo pass pictures, which, again, this is a vocab word. So go back to the second episode if this is new information to you that you get with your memory maker of my kids riding Haunted Mansion at eight, seven, and three, I guess they were. Priceless. My my middle daughter, I think because she wanted to, like, take the the, the fear factor about it and look it straight in the face. It's yeah. like, it's my best ride ever. I'm like, I don't know if she really loves it as much as she says she does, but she's passionate about the Haunted Mansion. My oldest was, who's, like, the roller coaster guy was, like, that was really scary. And <laughs> my, my three year old just was like wide eyed the whole time. Yeah. It's in Liberty Square. It's in Liberty Square. Yeah. 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 So it's because it's, it, it's kind of in the back by Bull. So I'm like, yeah. is that technically? Um, but that's another one of those rides where the queue in the beginning, it kind of gives you a little bit of a feel where the room stretches and, mm-hmm. and all the cast members are, um, they have a certain way that they talk and the way that they act. So there is an escape door if there's any littles that get scared while mm-hmm. you're in the queue. So you can kind of get an idea of sure. of what that feels like. But that's one of those fun rides that everybody has to see too. So then once you make the way uh, behind the castle, you have Peter Pan. You mm-hmm. have It's a Small World. Fantasyland. Yeah. That's Fantasyland, right? Mm-hmm. So It's a Small World, uh, Peter Pan, Mickey's PhilharMagic Which show, is one which of is, my favorite it's shows. It's a great show. Um, Underestimated, I think. Yeah. Plays yeah. to all the senses. is very good if you have little kids. Because it's fun. It's in inside and air conditioning and you need mm-hmm. to sit. Um, carousel. The, yes. that We got to do the carousel for the first time. You can meet... Cinderella, Princess Elena, uh, Rapunzel, and Tiana back there. Mm-hmm. You can just get in line to meet them. You can get fast passes for that as well. The stepsisters tend to wander around the yeah, park too. Yeah, we, we saw them with the fairy godmother. Yeah, and it they, I like. I don't really like need to go talk to them, but I love watching them. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah. They're funny. They and did you see Gaston while you were there? Mm-hmm. He wanders back there too. He's a really funny character to interact with. Yeah, he is a good character. Uh, so, Fantasyland also includes the mine train mm-hmm. and Seven, Dwar- yeah. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, mm-hmm. and it would include what was the other one I was thinking? Oh, Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. and Little Mermaid and the Little Mermaids. Yeah, what is that? The Voyage, the Voyage of, of the Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. 
Which, yeah. again, a good re- even travel agents sometimes get mixed up. My girlfriend and I went right after Fantasyland opened. So this was several years ago. We had a conference and we went for just a couple hours and we were standing in line. I had never seen the ride. It was brand new. And we stand there for about an hour because we didn't have fast passes. We were just there for half day. And I'm looking around and I'm like, there's a lot of kids for this because it's a slow moving ride. Not mm-hmm. thinking we get all the way up to the very front and realize that we were not in line for Voyage of the Little Mermaid. You were in line to meet her. We were in line for Ariel's Grotto. That's hilarious. And so we waited an hour, two of us grown adults, to meet Ariel. (laughs) And she was so nice about it. And we were just like, oh, we're, we're in the wrong line. And the cast member's like, well, why don't you just meet her while you're there? And we're like... Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, like, we're sitting on her lap. Just sm- I mean, that's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But that's why mm-hmm. it's it, it can get a little. Yeah. So you can meet a lot of the princesses there in Fantasyland, yeah. a lot of different characters as well. And uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is the newest ride currently mm-hmm. to uh, to Magic Kingdom. It's a fantastic roller coaster. It's a, a little bit of an attraction as well. Like, on the inside, there's, as you said, the slow-moving parts where you can yeah. see kind of the Seven Dwarfs doing what they do. Yeah. And a little special surprise at the end. Which you can YouTube and figure out for yourself. <laughs> um, so teacups, teacups, fantasy land. Teacups are fantasy land. Mm-hmm. The those are iconic, iconic in yeah. in a sense. And then like Dumbo and Barnstormer is yeah. that still fantasy land? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, fantasy land is kind to me. I would assume that's where the majority of people. Probably if they're trying to get there, we didn't talk about rope drop, but rope drop is like the beginning, the very beginning of the park. If you want to be the first in line for something, you'll participate in rope drop. We'll go over that at some other point. But I'm sure a lot of people go back to Fantasyland. Yeah. Mine train being... And there's a lot of, you know, tips and tricks that you can read, too, about where to go see the parades and where's the best Mm -hmm. place to see the fireworks. And Adventureland is typically a really good spot because people don't know that it's there and that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, uh, Frontierland. But there's different places you can watch the fireworks in Fantasyland and kind of see the back side of the castle where all the crowds are in the front. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of little tips and tricks out there. So then if you move on from Fantasyland, is the next Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland, yeah. So I guess Tomorrowland, Space Mountain Mountain is is (laughs) the big attraction, I would assume Mm -hmm. there. Also, big for my kids, the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yeah. Which I'm sure for some people, they're like, I could never do that and be fine with it. But they're like... They're little race cars. Yeah, they're fun. And when you're eight or seven or six or even my three-year-old Evelyn mm-hmm. drove. Yeah. you get to, When you get to get drive a car, I'm telling you what, of all the things we did at Disney World, my kids were outwardly laughing the whole time. Yeah. They were so happy they were driving this car. And then there's the little thing that goes, the barrier that goes down the center so they can't like drive you into the Dumbo attraction yeah. or something. But man, it's something so simple. Such happiness. Yeah. You did a Facebook Live with that. Yeah, I And did. Evelyn's and was, face was so cute. Just giggling and, and laughing. You can go check us out. Um, our our my my weekday show at facebook.com slash Annie Fry Show and learn a little bit more about me and what I do uh, in my real job, I guess. Yeah. When I don't have to therapy session myself with <laughs> Disney podcast. So there's Space Mountain, the um, People Mover, which is one of my favorites. The, the TTC, when people say TTC, what is it? It's the transportation, no, not TTC. As what is Transportation and no, Ticket what's, Center. What's the other, what's the full People Mover name? Not TTC. Because people will talk about going on the People Mover, which is essentially... It's not a roller coaster. It's no. like it's it's like a, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of like what how to explain how you get in. You get into like a, a train of cars. Mm-hmm. There's like 
very little up and down, but it basically takes you all around Tomorrowland and shows you different viewpoints that you would not get other ways. No, and it takes you inside Space Mountain, which is like which one is, of the coolest things in the world. Yeah, which has <laughs> got people <laughs> on it screaming and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's the W.E.D. way people mover. The, oh, that's not what I was thinking. The Goodyear people mover? No, I'll have to, I'll just, I'll have to Google it. So what? Why is it? The, why is it your favorite? It's just one of those like iconic things. I don't know. It just gives you kind of a bird's eye. I will say I'm also the person that will watch the promo videos for Disney World. So kind of seeing the like little dazed promos of Tomorrowland and kind of seeing the bird's eye view, like it's cool. And there's never a wait. You can always get right on. It's, yeah. it's you get to sit and I don't know. It's it's one of my favorites. It's just one of those iconic TTA. It's the Tomorrowland Transit Authority oh, people okay. mover. And, and I say that and highlight that because I was watching a YouTube video and someone kept talking about TTA. Yeah, we could do TTA again. I'm like, what the heck is TTA? I don't know what you're talking about. And then I realized it was the Tomorrowland Transit Authority or people mover. The but people mover. Yeah, for sure. Buzz Lightyear uh, Space Ranger Spin mm-hmm. is in Tomorrowland. That is a crowd favorite in my family. Yeah. Huge. You get to go through, you ride through this this uh, series of different rooms and you get to shoot lasers and score points. So you just kind of a competitive, mm-hmm. which is definitely something that my family likes to do. Yeah. I could teach you how to become a space ranger. I was last time. Were you? Did you get the button? I, I, I was. Oh, I don't know. if I didn't know there was a button. Yeah, there's a button. We'll see. It broke down like three times while we're in there. It happened yeah. to break down in the room where you can. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so like Evelyn got it. <laughs> yeah. There's like a robot when you first go in. If you hit his chest, mm-hmm. it gives you like 5,000 yeah, billion points. Something, something gigantic. <laughs> so uh, Space Ranger Spin is definitely a cool one. Um, Monsters in Glass Floor. That's, yeah. I'm walking my way around. Yeah. So that, that's a very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Try to be that guy. Yeah. And once you go there, you'll be like, ah, that guy. I get it. Yeah. I was that guy. And I you said, were? yes, and it, the same trip with me and my girlfriend that was on the conference. And I sat on the edge because I said they never pick people on the edge. They always go in the middle. And sure enough, they picked me. <laughs> and I had no makeup on. I'd just gotten off a plane. Like, you and just I met was, Ariel. Just met Ariel. It was all frazzled. <laughs> and I was that guy. That's fantastic. But it was fun. Uh, the Astro Orbiter. I've never done that. Oh, my goodness. It was, closed. Too. it was closed the first time we were there. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might have been closed. It might have been closed both times we were there. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'd like to. Yeah, it's a Dumbo ride. It's a Dumbo ride, way up high. Yeah, on top of the People Mover. Yeah, and then Stitch's Grace Escape, which is no more. Yeah, which was but you can meet terrifying. I think you can Mitch Mitch meet Stitch. Yeah, there now, yeah. right? I think so. They're they're also Tron is coming in, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be like mind blowing. Like Pandora was the coolest ride. It, this is going to trump that. So yeah. um, Disneyland Paris has it and they're bringing it over. So that's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be in that same location. I know they started construction on it's it. It's supposed to be behind, I've, when we were there, it's behind Barnstormer. Yeah. And, like you can see the construction from the people mover. So it's kind of behind to where Tomorrowland and Fantasyland meet. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and there's a train it. that goes around the whole park, mm-hmm. which has been closed. For a long time. So, <laughs> so and just to preface, it sounds like there's a lot of refurbishments, which they they do. They Disney World never closes, so they have to refurbish them while, while they're open. But 2021 is going to be their 50th anniversary, so mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of these facelifts for that 
big anniversary. There's going to be new fireworks, new parades, the new rides that are is coming happily out. Is Happily Ever After, that's the fireworks show on uh, at Magic Kingdom. Is that going to go away? There's they, a possibility. They I'm haven't sh- said... They haven't said anything. They did for, I can't remember which anniversary it was. It was the 25th or 30th anniversary or something where they, for whatever reason, decided to change the castle and have it be like a giant birthday cake. Do you remember seeing pictures of that? Mm -mm. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And uh, when I was at the Disney Institute, they actually brought that up because whenever you go, we had mentioned earlier, the castle is the iconic Disney World and then all of a sudden it's wrapped in this giant skin that looks like a big birthday cake and people that went went and they didn't get their picture with the castle. Yeah, so, you have to think, you have to remember that when people schedule their once in a lifetime yeah. trip or their once every three, five years trip or maybe they go three times a year, mm-hmm. you have to remember that they're going for what they've had exactly and yeah. that, that their reason they're going back is for that. So it's probably a very fine line to walk. Yes. And I think that they've, they've real, I mean, it's everybody makes mistakes and I think that they've realized <laughs> that. So I'm Even really, Disney? I'm really curious to see what the 50th anniversary is going to be like. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. So, um, that's a overview of the magic kingdom. All of that stuff. You've probably heard about most of those types of rides, most of those attractions, that's all only at Magic Kingdom. Right. There are still three more parks. Mm-hmm. There's still an outdoor um, mall. There's still like sporting attractions. Mm-hmm. There's still a whole bunch of other things. And um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to end this podcast here at Magic Kingdom. And then we're going to start another one and we'll go to the next park and stick around on the Andy Fry Show podcast because what we can do here is we'll have all of these for you and you'll be able to consume them in your own time so if you want to do more than one episode at a time that is up to you if you want to break them out and make sure you can pick up the conversation in an easy place super easy for you to do that as well i want to remind you that i'm annie annie fry of the annie fry show and i'm on 97.1 fm talk weekdays monday through friday from noon to 3 p.m you can learn more about our site at or our show at 971talk.com slash Annie. And Erica Murphy here is my friend. She's a salesperson here at um, Entercom where we work and where this podcast is produced. And she sells advertising. And she also uh, is my travel agent for Disney specifically at magicmousevacations.com. Go there and look for Erica. And you can connect with her and ask her all of your questions. No questions too stupid. No, I could talk about Disney all day. Yeah, obviously. She's waiting for it. I'm ready. So uh, l- subscribe to this this podcast, if you would. Share it with a friend who might like Disney and let them know about the Pixie podcast. And uh, we will be back with you next. What's the next park you want to do? Epcot. Epcot? It's my favorite. All right, we're going to Epcot <laughs> in the next episode. Thanks for listening and uh, see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.